right. Rock and roll. Hello and welcome to Down Syndrome Radio. I'm your host, Mark Owens, here with my good friend, Jason Kosky. How are you doing, Jason? I am excellent. How are you? I'm doing fine. This is uh, episode number six. Is that correct? Uh, five. Five? Five? I think it's five. <laughs> <laughs> We've got so many we lost count. And I believe oh, it yeah. is uh, July 15th as well. Is that right? Yeah, excellent. Yeah, I think you're right on that one. All right. It's all going well in your house? It is. It's wild, but, you know, summertime, enjoying the gorgeous weather and had a great weekend hanging out with some friends and... Um, family we went to we actually went to our dsa summer um picnic today at the at the bay in mission bay and it was a fun time good to see a lot of people that we don't see you know a whole whole lot um yesterday we celebrated uh bastille day kind of wow. a little bit are you um, french <laughs> colette's a little french Ooh, you got Colette's a little french, a french there and and uh, eloise goes to uh, a French school, so the French American school, like an immersion, French immersion school, so uh, preschool. So for Bastille so, Day, do you eat cake? <laughs> we had a crepe. Let them eat cake. We had a crepe, um, and that's about it. Okay. We went to some, you know, little art walk it's thing. Good. It's good to learn your history, you know? Teach kids yeah, stuff I like that. I can't say I learned any history, but I, you know, went to some fr- little French store and had some crepes. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, you learned some culinary history. Uh, all right. Well, uh, over here on my coast, uh, everything's quiet here. I'm a bachelor at the moment, which is unbelievable. Uh, wow. I I travel a lot, so I get time to myself, but it's usually in a hotel room. But to be actually in my house is really nice. Uh, I had a busy week of travel, you know, and, and it wasn't here, and uh, that was stressful, but uh, looking forward to a good week forward. I'm looking forward to our rocking guest, Rick Kosmowski. I was, oh, I shouldn't have said the name. I was going to have you introduce him, Jason. What do you say? Well, I guess I guess you stole the thunder. I'm sorry. But, uh, we are very pleased to welcome Rick Kosmowski here with us. He is the editor and founder head honcho of over at down syndrome daily something we've kind of picked from in our um first few podcasts for our great story and uh mark sent him an email a couple weeks ago i think and and hit him up see if he wanted to come on i sent him the hundred dollars he asked for and he said yes (laughs) if you wanted to, to pimp the uh the podcast a little bit and and um you know get us some pub and he bit. How, how you doing, hey, Rick? Hey guys. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm uh, excited to be on Down Syndrome Radio. I've listened to all of your podcasts so far, and I think they're all fantastic. All yeah, five I'm really six, happy to be here with you guys. Right. <laughs> and I already saw your nice write up about us on your uh, on your blog. That was fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah, and, and other people out there listening, make sure you rate it on iTunes and uh, put your comments there as well. <sighs> Bless your heart, Rick. See, now I don't have to say it every time. <laughs> so, the, the, a, oh, the, the first thing we normally ask Rick, Rick is uh, to tell us about your children or your child and 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 one of the and and, and other things. You're stealing Rick? everyone's thunder today, I know, dude. I know, I know. <laughs> so, um, I have a six-year-old daughter who she just turned six in May. Her name is Kayla. Um, you. You can learn more about her and um, my family on uh, a blog called Particularly Perfect. Uh, but basically, uh, yeah, daughter six, uh, she's was when she was born, we did not know that she was going to have uh, or that she had Down syndrome. Um, uh, it's been a, a great adventure uh, that we really uh, I've learned a lot of things through, and you know, lots of high points and, and low points and understanding and learning. Um, let's see. You, you, you know, Rick, I had uh, visited Down Syndrome Daily many times, but I had never been mm-hmm. to this. Your daughter is gorgeous. Holy smoke. <laughs> she's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Thanks a bunch. Yeah. Thanks a bunch. Wow. 
Um, yeah, let me tell you about, I guess I can tell you a little more about Down Syndrome Daily, right? So uh, this was just something that I found myself doing all the time, was looking up information and uh, looking up current stories to see what's happening out there in the world. You know, you see a lot of uh, uh, news articles here and there about uh, people with Down Syndrome being prom king and queen or people with Down Syndrome uh, taking on uh, a new, uh, becoming an entrepreneur like uh, the, the Tim Harris story with the, the restaurant and so forth. Um, and then other, you know, just stories and triumphs that are out there that uh, I liked reading and um, I thought other people would like to see that too. So I uh, just compiled the stories in one site uh, where they'd always be because sometimes when you have a news article, it fades away that's on a uh, uh, any particular other uh, website out there. This way, they'll always be there. We can reference them and go back to them if we need to kind of thing. So uh, that, that's the whole idea behind Down Syndrome Daily. Um, just updated with current articles that are out there and just keep everybody up to date in a quick way. So how long have you been doing it? Uh, so this is year two. So it's, uh, it's started in like January of 2011 and coming into 2012 now and um, trying to keep around an, you know, an updated day is the target. It doesn't always happen. Uh, there's not always that story out there, but most of the time there is. I, I can um, actually, I can actually see the numbers I have it open right now, and 262 posts last year, and 177 so far this year. So you're on pretty good pace. It's impressive. <laughs> Try for consistency. So we'll see. Yeah, no, it's it's been very response uh, response been good. I mean, people do uh, ask questions as a result of some of these articles, and it gets people in touch to the right. Uh, contacts that they may need in some cases so it's been it's been it's been wonderful and it's it's something that i can do like uh, as a dad you're looking for ways that you can contribute and like you've talked in the past you know the moms are really the superstars here and they're driving everything and they know everything and as a dad you're looking for a way to help and you know maybe help other dads and this is just something that fits into my time well and my schedule well that i can continue to do and update and uh hopefully it's, it's helping other people uh get some information plus plus you get to keep up to date yourself right yeah that's that's probably the best thing so do people send you uh, submissions? Do you take submissions? Yeah, definitely. And in fact, right. you, know, you proactively look for that all the time, of course. And if nothing comes through, uh, there's always something out there on the web to look for. Um, you know, and then there's there, you pull from a lot of different advocacy type sources. So um, I think now that I've been six years into uh, the community of of Down syndrome that, you know, I, I got an idea of where to look uh, to find information or what may be a hot topic that's out there recently. So uh, just like you've just talked about Joe Mears last, uh, with Joe Mears last week and talking about policy and pushing for things like the ABLE Act uh, that's going to be able to help everybody in the future when it comes to uh, our kids being able to have a bank account and having assets in their name and be able to pay for things on their own. Um, just knowing what those hot topics are and looking for articles about those or helping people get more information about those kinds of things is what this uh, website's out there for. Hey, Joe, Joe Mears was, uh, was your suggestion, and uh, thanks, for, thanks for hooking us up. That was, that was awesome. You're like <laughs> hey, a it's a natural fit, right? I mean, look, we're dads, we're talking. There's a dad's organization out there. Uh, that's fantastic. And for, uh, you'll be able to meet them uh, at the convention, Mark, when we see them. And you know, it sounds like you guys are getting a chapter started up. Delaware just had their dad's chapter start uh, maybe six months ago. And uh, it's, starting, it's, it's working great. It's really nice to uh, meet somewhere where you it's just the fathers. You talk about what you want to, take it at your own pace. And um, it, 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 it's just a different atmosphere. So. It's good stuff. Hopefully, everybody can uh, take can listen back to that episode again if you haven't uh, to hear more about the dad's organization because it's fantastic. Yeah, it was really good. I, I I really wish that we had something like that here in San Diego or even Southern California. I would consider trying to start it if I wasn't so busy. I, I definitely would go once a month. It's, it's pretty easy to do, but to be the organizer requires a little bit more time. I think. Than I have. Well, you know, we do this. We make our contribution. I think, I think you, you, like, just like you said, uh, Rick, that you, you're looking for that way you can contribute, but you know, one that that doesn't totally consume you. Uh, yeah. 
This and this is our way. And and you know that dad's connection. It's funny because when I started this, or when when when, when I contacted Jason or Jason contacted me or whatever, I felt that there wasn't much done by dads. And since I started it, I found out that I was wrong. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it it seems like the women's drive it, or at least that was my impression before. But since it started, I uh, found a lot of uh, a lot of dad activity. I'm pretty proud. It's all right. You should, but I mean, Jason's out too, right? You think you can't? It's easy to get overwhelmed uh, in this uh, area, right? So there's a lot of stuff to take in, a lot of information to learn, and um, you you have to understand your limits and understand that you can't do everything. Although sometimes you want to, sometimes I want to dive into everything and just uh, launch as much as I can. But you have to know, that, you know, there, there's other families and other people out there that can help you do stuff. So we, we were talking to, to to Joe last week about how there was this kind of pattern to dads and involvement and whatnot, and how as your child got older or maybe you started going to school or whatever, that you might fade away a little bit and then come back. You know, uh, you know, Jason has a younger child, and, and, and mine is coming up on four, and yours is six. How, how do you feel with your with, with your interest in, uh, you know, advocacy and, 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 and Down Syndrome resources and whatnot? Is it going strong? Yeah, I mean, this is a great topic to talk about. So, um, it, it my personal take, so just from seeing you, when you get started and you, and you get into this at first, it's all about learning about Down syndrome and all about learning about therapies and things that are very specific to Down syndrome, especially through that birth to three time frame. And as you're getting, uh, your child's hitting, you know, approaching milestones and attacking new milestones. Um, and then you get to a point where you are joining a, a bigger group um, as, as your child enters school age. And the issues that you start dealing with are, are become beyond what that, what that birth to three stuff is, and what that um, uh, PTOT uh, speech stuff, where you're looking at um, issues that are go to the broad disability community as a whole. And that's really where this dad stuff comes into place because you're talking about issues that affect uh, the greater disability community uh, for school, for transportation, for uh, saving money and having assets in your name, uh, housing. Uh, these are all things that affect uh, people with any disability going forward, and, and you're really looking to, okay, so how am I going to uh, be an advocate for this, or am I just going to uh, just work on my, uh, you know, focus on my kid and focus on school, which is also good, too. It's not understanding your limits, but things just progress and become a little different as you move, as you move on. So you, you're going to become an expert in therapy. You're going to, you know, both you guys are experts in PTOT speech, um, experts in how your kid learns and, and what their strengths are. And then th it's kind of the next step after that is this bigger advocacy role kind of thing that you decide are you going to get into this or are we going to stay because we have our base and we know what we need to do to get our kid where we need them to be kind of thing. And I think that's where you, where you start losing people back to the point of, okay, you know, they've been really involved, they're learning a lot. They have a strong base. They know what they need to do, and now you're, and now they're. You can let them go. You know, they they know what to. They're they're ready for school. They're ready, they're asking questions when they need to. They know who to go to to ask for. They don't really need that as much of a helping hand as they did as much in the past, possibly. Uh, that's that's my take on it. So Kayla, Kayla is six years old, I think you said, and and so yeah. she is in school now, then. Like, yeah, so she's she just finished kindergarten, so she's first grade, yeah. starting in the fall, which is awesome. It's fantastic. I mean, the best thing in the world to watch happen, and um, she's in a, in a you know in a inclusive school environment. You know, uh, it just has a great time in kindergarten. She actually started going to school with a two-year-old preschool. Um, uh, I remember the first day she went into two-year-old preschool, she still uh, wasn't walking yet. She was crawling around or she would pull up on things. And uh, the school environment was really great for her, I mean, being an only child. Uh, two weeks into uh, preschool, she was uh, walking already just from watching other kids around her doing that. So that was a, awesome. that was a big uh, accomplishment and, and just a wonderful experience for us. Does she, do, 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 that's does awesome. She, does she ride the bus? Because yeah. that's a decision we have to make. It just seems uh, so small she, to get on the bus, you know? 
Yeah. Uh, Delaware has a really uh, cool thing. If your kids are in kindergarten uh, in Delaware, at least in the district that Kaylee goes to school in, uh, all the kindergarten classes are together in one building. So it's nine kindergarten classes in one building. The bus only picks up kids in kindergarten. They're not riding with kids in other grades. So that's kind of a, it gives you a little more uh, confidence in them uh, riding on the bus because it's just with kids their age kind of thing. And they're all going to the same place. Um, But uh, with that in mind, Kayla does not ride on the bus uh, today. Um, my wife is a stay-at-home mom. She's able to take her uh, to school, and that's our plan for this year coming up, too. But eventually, we would like her to ride the bus, uh, but just right now, she's not. Uh, you know, we're, we're wrestling with that. And then, uh, you know, my, my son's really going to want to ride the bus, So, and my wife's not ready, so we'll have to fight that one. <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got plenty of time for that. So. I know, well, you know they're totally they're way pumped to get on that bus, of course, and yeah. anything they can do. Like when she gets to go on field trips and stuff like that from school, it's she's all talk about the bus. It's like the best part of the day for her. The bus rocks. I wish there was a bus to take me to work. <laughs> I went on a uh, I went on a field trip with them in kindergarten to the zoo, and uh, you know they go, they take the bus to the zoo, and then the the kids are more excited about you know getting back on the bus to ride. <laughs> right? Can we leave now? <laughs> so. Can we just drive around the zoo? <laughs> so I was gonna ask about I'm looking at the at the um, uh, particularly perfect, and uh, there hasn't been an update since April. No nag here or anything, but the picture says, yeah. guess what? I'm gonna be. Uh, Maybe you want to pass on some news here? Oh, yeah, Seems sure. to be so, public. So, um, so I did say Kayla was an only child, but she, we are having another, uh, which is going to be a boy in September. So uh, only two months to go. Wow, congratulations. Uh, have a new baby boy. So way excited about that. These are great pictures. She's holding the, uh, uh, the slate that says, I'm going to be a big sister. And I yeah. must say her penmanship is excellent. <laughs> I did send a warning out to my wife that I was coming on today and that, you know, I was going to mention her site. And uh, she said she is going to get another post out there. That it's going to be a, a, a novel size post since it has, she hasn't had something up in a few months. So hopefully, hopefully her server is ready for all of the traffic that's going to go there from, from this I was, podcast. I was going to the same spot, Jason. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, uh, anything else you want to tell us about the history? Because we, we did have a little bit more topic we wanted to talk about as well, but I don't want to leave this till you're ready. Uh, history of me. Um, let me. I mean, just based on, I, I know you guys have gone through your story about what you've seen with your kids. Let me just give you, I guess, just a really quick of, sure. of me too, in case anybody else wants has a question or something like that. Uh, so we didn't know uh, at birth. Um, we had a similar story to Jason uh, where, well, well, actually we had screening done before Kayla was born. Um, they came back to us saying, yeah, you know, there you have a one in 40 chance of having a kid with Down syndrome, but there's tons of false positives out there, so you don't have much to worry about. And we, that was really where we left it as far as screening go, uh, going into the pregnancy. Uh, when Kayla was born, uh, she was born. She was breech, so uh, it was a, a C-section, uh, which led us to two different kinds of experiences. Where uh, <laughs> I was, I was the first to see the. I was the first to see her. Um, the doctor pulled me to side to say, "Okay, these are the things that we're, we're concerned about with your kid." And uh, like you guys have said in the past, there weren't really any congratulations that day. It was uh, c- uh, concerns, and then it's my wife, you know, watching my reaction to what they're saying off to the side. Uh, which was really rough, man. It's a, it's a tough experience, and I think people need to know about that. And that's definitely something that needs to change. And uh, we need to, uh, you know, inform people about delivering a diagnosis and uh, how that can be done better. And I think, you know, the one thing you're looking for from people is congratulations on the birth of your daughter. That's just great. And uh, that didn't really happen through uh, most of it. And then um, uh, also, uh, you know. Th- communicating with friends and family. And I really liked what uh, Mark said before about, you know, maybe just giving an email to get them past that initial stage because uh, you have a lot of people come in and just, uh, uh, you know, with, with a sad face. And that's not really what you need to see during that time. So I just wanted to share that was kind of my experience as well with with birth. I found myself from there going reaching out to a lot of different organizations to get information, doctors, the local Down Syndrome Association, the internet, uh, going to buddy walks. We decided to get involved um, as early as we you know could, just pushing ourselves to get out there and get into the community and get hear from other people. One of the things that's kind of tough is because of uh, uh, HIPAA and 
privacy laws. You can't really go out and find someone that has a child or has a recent birth with Down syndrome. You have to find out by way of mouth to really help them and get information to them. So um, uh, we're looking for ways to, to help people and get information to them where you don't have to spend as much time looking and searching as well. Um, I don't know. Kayla's Kayla's growing up, uh, you know, went through therapy, birth to three, uh, lots of speech therapy, PT, uh, OT. Uh, we the biggest lesson we learned through that period was uh, that you have to push and you have to be involved. And um, you know your your child watch coordinator or your therapist will give you recommendations but really you're the one that makes the decision so you need to be sure if something doesn't feel right that you're asking and pushing back and and um, following through on what your gut instincts are because you know the most about your kids so it's it's very important to, if you, something doesn't feel right to make sure you ask or push back um i totally agree sometimes you have to be a bit of a badass yeah, I mean, we uh, we loved our PT and, and kept them for a long time. Some of our other therapists didn't feel right, and you know we asked to have them switched out. And it's okay to ask for those kinds of things. Now, one other example uh, that we got pushback for was uh, they said that there just were no speech therapists available, um, no speech therapists in the area. So there's nothing we can do for you. And you know you do a little more pushing with that and asking, and actually finding a speech therapist in the area that. Uh, you know, said, hey, I have availability. I'll be happy to see your kid. Right. And, uh, you know, then you're like, what? I've been hearing this for months that there's no one I can go to. So just examples like that. Keep an open mind. Know that if, you know, you feel like you need something for your kid, that that's really the way to go and just keep pushing for it. Right. No, our, our experience has been good. It's just sometimes you have to, you're right, you have to, have to make a demand here and there, you know. Yeah. Stick up yeah. yourself. Uh, medically, Kayla had uh, two holes in her heart that they're supposed to repair by themselves. Um, she uh, had vision tests. Uh, one do doctor said that she needed glasses. Then she had a second opinion. The doctor said she didn't need glasses. Currently, she doesn't have glasses. Uh, no other major um, uh, things that we've dealt with. Uh, so we're, we're lucky that way uh, to a degree. She's, you know, aside from constipation issues and digestive system issues, um, just for parents out there, new parents, you know, we went through a year of, uh, of uh, tough issues with constipation her first year of life. And then one doctor said, how about Miralax? And that completely changed our life. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, continuing to ask questions and talking to people really helps with that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know if you guys mentioned croup in the, in the past, but you know, the, the windpipes, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, you I laughed just cause Dexter had, had croup last week. He just, uh, yeah. Yeah, we just had it. Is he doing okay? Yeah, he's great. I mean, he he was, you know, he was he, he wasn't honestly really even coughing that much. He he was coughing a little bit, but he was just kind of wheezing a little bit. And so, um, you know, we we finally took him in after after just a couple days of of a little bit more wheezing and uh, you know they it? gave I'm us not, some I'm not steroids. Even sure what it is. He's a uh, what's that? What is it? I'm not even sure what it is. It's a it's irritation of the windpipe. Is that right, Rick? Yeah, that's exactly right. So, um, your your bronchial tubes or your you know the the way that your everything's smaller. So just like with the ears, and you're talking about that, all the the passageways for breathing are smaller, and it's easier for those things to get clogged. And as a result, you're prone to being uh, you're getting that bronchitis kind of chronic bronchitis thing more. And it you know it sounds like you're it's it's like an awful awful cough that you would hear. So I mean, it's just a really, it's a tough thing to go through. And we were guaranteed at least like two rounds of that each winter. And I think now we're finally starting to get out of that, um, you know, at like five or six. Now, it's not something that is, could be the end of the world, but it could get pretty bad if it goes untreated. So, sounds so like it's how hard was to it listen when, to. Uh, when Kayla went to preschool, I mean, was that, uh, I know, I mean, even when Eloise went to preschool, she she was sick more often than than she was before and, and, we were sick then after that just because of all the exposure to all the different kids. So how, how was she with that? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great point, Jason. And, you know, you're, you know, Kayla was more prone to getting sick than other kids, I think. And she was sick a lot. And when that did happen, when that crew came through, you know, you're out of, you're out of school for a week or two. 
and that just happened. And then she comes back, and then you know we may be in there for a month, and then the group comes back, and you're out for a while. So um, a lot of that, you're you're kind of trained already, though, to teach your kid what you need to teach them. So like you guys talked about with therapy, uh, what you're learning in birth to three, the therapist comes in and teaches you something, and you reinforce it throughout the day. And so I think having a kid with Down syndrome, you become like kind of like a, a – a stronger parent with parenting skills. And then when, so then you're kind of more prepared when the kid comes out of preschool or, or if something happens where she's sick, you're still kind of in touch with the teachers and know what you should be talking about and learning at home or following up on. So, I mean, and in preschool, maybe that's just colors and numbers and counting and things like that. Where, uh, but um, that those kinds of things do happen and, and uh, it, it's, you're always on the lookout for people who are sick and, you know, worried about going to large parties and things like that and making sure people's hands are clean and uh, antibacterial lotion and all that stuff. Is, he, is, uh, is Deck doing better? You got me worried. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he pretty much turned around really fast. They, he re- the doctor recommended we give him, I think an extra dose in the first day of the steroid. It really what they gave was just a steroid that right. you know, opens up the airways. Um, and yeah, he's he's great. He's passed out now. We went to the beach today, and he was up all day. He's he, he passed out at I don't know six o'clock, so six thirty tonight. So well, you guys do that. Tire him out. Get, get the good sleep. <laughs> So you can probably see the warning signs now too, Jason, right? So you know if that's going to come, you kind of know like what he sounds like before and maybe yeah. a jump on it, you know? Yeah. And hopefully to, to reduce the time that he's uh, down with that. So you think you got a handle on it, Rick, just by uh, um, knowing what medications and, and early catching it early and that sort of thing? That's that's the idea. I mean, you know, like just like you guys say, I'm no expert by any means. So, um, but that's that's the feeling. So you're some things you're just gonna see. I think repeat when it comes to being sick with with your kid, and yeah, you know what to look out for. All and right. school is definitely a place where they're going to get sick. I mean, germs are everywhere, right? So yeah, it's just something that that has to happen, I guess. All right, you got uh, some. Oh, go ahead. The only other thing I want to oh um so just as Kayla progressed pet since then um she uh we, you talked a little bit about low tone uh low tone with Kayla translated mostly into uh her uh ankles support and uh, she uses something called uh, shore steps which are orthotics to just help keep her ankles straight in alignment with hips and knees um I think those guys will probably be at the convention so you can hear more from them and uh, just recently, uh, she is. Uh, you go through, you know, your yearly milestone checklist with the doctors and pediatricians, and she was just screened and um, came back positive for celiac. And I don't know if you guys know uh, what celiac disease is, but that's a gluten allergy, so you can't have anything with like flour in it. So uh, we're that's our most recent um, uh, thing that we are working on is just you know understanding. Uh, you know what a gluten-free lifestyle is like, uh-huh. and you know teaching Kayla what what it means to be gluten-free. And it's funny now because uh, she she'll ask us things like, "Does that in it? Gluten <laughs> in this, Daddy?" She, so, so you know what are like, what are the repercussions of that? Are, are there degrees? Is it uh, you know how much can she have before there's some sort of an issue? Yeah, what, celiac. What is, sometimes there are um, there are symptoms, and sometimes there are not. But it is a, another genetic thing, so it's just in there, and you have it forever once you have it uh, and it's something that's uh, genetic so it's passed down um, and it affects your immune system it's a it, it's the your body cannot digest the gluten the gluten tears down uh, the walls of your small intestines and it stops you from being able to digest food and take in nutrients which as a result weakens your immune system and stops you from growing and things of, along those lines. And, you know, just luckily we catch it early. They say a lot of people go through life without even knowing that they have a celiac disease or a gluten allergy. They just think they have a bad digestive system. And um, uh, that, that could lead to some ugly downstream consequences. So uh, we're glad we caught it early. And um, we, she went to a Children's Hospital of Philadelphia uh, to have a biopsy done and have that checked out. And, being monitored for that um and everything's been good since then so 
Well, that 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 does sound a little rough, but I'm glad glad you caught it early. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, um, Dexter has uh, we have some labs for him to do that that we got a long time uh, three months ago. I think we went to the, the endocrinologist, and so now he's been taking thyroid medicine for the last three months. But uh, he's due to go back uh, next week, I think. So we have to do the labs this week. And I was just looking at the orders and and. The uh, celiac check was on the was on there too, so that's interesting. So you can just tell from a blood test. Yes, from a blood test. Yeah. So, okay. And yeah. then they then they have to follow up with a biopsy to know for sure. Um, okay. So I mean that Kayla was never put under for any type of procedure, and that was the first time that she had something like that done. I, a lot of other families have you know uh, much more intense experiences and other things that they have to go through. So I think. Uh, Celiac isn't really the worst thing in the world. I mean, we can we can deal with it. So, all right. Yeah, yeah. it's the digestive thing. I mean, yeah, you change the the diet and mm-hmm. you should be good, right? Yeah, definitely. And she's a she's a meat and potatoes kind of girl anyway. So she was all <laughs> about like French fries and uh, you know like a burger or she says steak and potato or all this all the time. So it's kind of funny. Nice living the high life. <laughs> right. Right, the steak and potato on the kids' meal is not always out there at the restaurants, so you got to find that one. They don't have a happy meal for a steak and baked potato. <laughs> you got it. That would be the happy meal for dads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a beer. Steak and right in a you know instead of the orange drink. <laughs> All right. Um, the other thing we were going to talk about was the uh, um, the big convention coming up. We're both going to be there, oh, Rick. Wait. Is that right? Can oh. I ask Rick a question? Oh, you surely may. Sorry, sorry. So I know you you mentioned you're expecting a, a son in September, and right. uh, well, congratulations! And thank you. Um, you know, Colette and I are um, throwing around the the possibilities of having another baby, and you know, right after Dexter was born, like we were we were totally freaked out about having another child. Um, you know, in the in the last. 18 months almost that it's been you know we've definitely warmed up to it but but you know there's still some some nerves there and and i was just wondering if you know you had the same the same issues same thoughts yeah uh definitely yes uh those are always in the back of your mind thinking uh, i think as the dad sometimes i feel like i have to be uh stronger maybe not talk about those as much but it, it turns out it's better to talk with my wife about when we have those kind of feelings too so i think that's some good advice to throw out there to people if you're gonna have another uh, it's good to have another kid it's good i think it's good for uh, you know i'm i have two brothers i like uh, the larger family and i l- wanted to do that for my daughter as well uh, it's in the back of my head that there may that could something could happen um but i definitely would much rather uh, have the child than not have the child at this point i think one though interesting thing to talk about is the difference today than it was six years ago i think the medical uh the, the medical world is really advanced so you have a a test now a blood test for down syndrome that wasn't there before and uh and screenings and so forth and we did go we did have those done uh it was it was great to see uh, everything in action because you hear about these uh, a test for Down syndrome, and it's going to stop people from, uh, you know, having kids with Down syndrome. Where really that test should be more informative for people, just to be able to get them ready for the possibility of something like that is happening, and also presenting that it's not the end of the world. Saying that you know, people live great lives uh, who have Down syndrome, and there's plenty of stats to show that uh, you know, a vast majority of people and families with someone with Down syndrome are leaving, leading wonderful lives and are happy with the way things are. Um, so it was interesting to be able to go through those uh, screenings and hear what the uh, OB had to say in regards to that. You know, we could have a conversation with them um, in that environment. So, so uh, did you, did, did, it's been did, interesting. Did you get the results, Rick? I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> we did get the results, and they, and they were negative this time. So, um, no, everything's everything with the pregnancy is going really, really well. Um, the only uh, issue, I think, is... I, you know, we were swimming in the ocean last weekend, and my wife swam behind me, and I kicked her in the stomach by mistake. So I'm sorry publicly to the world, wow. uh, to the whole entire world, uh, everyone listening here can hear that I'm sorry for kicking my wife <laughs> in the stomach while we were swimming you sound, in Ocean you, City. All 12 of us. You sound like you did it on purpose. <laughs> I hope not. So uh, everything, but everything is okay. She's doing great, and uh, we've got two months to go, so. 
Exciting. Very exciting. That is very exciting. So you got to be you got to be an undercover an undercover agent for the Down syndrome community going through these tests. Yes, yes, and it was it was it was cool. You know, I definitely had my ears tuned in to that because I think the first time around I wasn't really paying attention to any of those kinds of things and got completely blindsided by the fact that she had Down syndrome when she was born. So, so the so 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 the test itself involved drawing your wife's blood, but not a full amnio. Is that right? Right now, there was no amnio involved. See, that's awesome. You don't have to endanger yeah. the fetus. You know what I'm saying? No, none of that. That's what it's about. Well, that's 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 good and bad, Rick. Because if a, if a child was going to be born that way, your family sounds like a great place to land. So. Um, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I've, I I have this other topic hanging out there, but I I really don't mean to rush it. I'm just you know ready to transition. Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. Sorry, that was that was all I got. That was all I had. All right. We want to talk about the convention. Uh, I've never been. Uh, Kim, my wife, went last year in Orlando um, with her sister-in-law, and I heard all about it, but I, I didn't get to go myself. But this time, this time, I'm going to be there. And uh, Rick, you've been several times. Is that right? Yeah. Our first was in Boston, um, so that was probably four years ago, and then followed by Sacramento and Orlando. And we didn't go to the one in San Antonio last year, so that was our first stop. Uh, but we knew that the next one was going to be in Washington this year, so we knew that we'd be able to follow up this year as well. Um, they're, they're amazing things, uh, overwhelming, tons of information. Um, I don't know if you guys wanted to go into it, but you want me to just give you kind of an overview of what happens there or sure, if, you wanna, sure. if you have any questions that you want to, or a particular way you want to go into it. But... Uh, these conventions are amazing. So there's tons of information, tons of things happen. Uh, it, it's like you know you're used to your community that where you live with the people uh, that you've met in the you know the initial uh, phases of your experience with Down syndrome. Then you go to this convention where there are thousands of people, and you're exposed to um, just tons of stories and tons of information and tons of contacts and the best that there is as far as therapists go and the professionals and it, it's a, it's an amazing situation overwhelming i think you guys are really gonna i don't know you know it, mark it, you're really gonna it, you're really gonna get a lot out of it it seems like it kind of helps to um plug you into the greater community as a whole you know what i'm saying like you're, like you're oh, right sure. you know, your, your local association is kind of small you go there and you see the breadth of the whole thing uh, you know, my wife came back with stories of all of the self-advocates and the, and the, and the children with Down syndrome that were there, and they, uh, they all knew each other, and there was this camaraderie and the dances. She said it was, uh, mm-hmm. it was very uplifting, yeah. She had a when did she go to Orlando? Or did yeah, she, she, went to, to, she went to Orlando. Yeah, Orlando was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, well, it's kind of like, like okay, so your, your child's born, and then you get to meet your Down Syndrome Association, and you see everybody at the buddy walk, and you're like, yeah, this is going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. You know, I'm going to be great through this. Look at these other great examples that, you know, my kid can aspire to be. And then you go to a national convention, and you're like, wow, there's even more examples of things like that and more amazing things that people with Down Syndrome are doing. And, you know, I want my kid to be like that. And they have all the things that I need to be able to do uh, right here uh, so I can get there and so that my daughter or son can get there. So is it is it like a like an open floor and people have booths there? And, and then there's also, yeah. um, you know, private kind of meetings or s- s- talks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So, so uh, there's general sessions which have the entire membership there, which you know thousands of people uh, listening to you know like an opening session, you know, and they have self advocates speak and give their story, uh, which is really the highlight I think of the of those types of sessions. You, know, you hear the background; it's it's a very emotional time, especially the first time you go through it and hear all these things. I mean, you just get so happy hearing these things. It's it could be overwhelming so prepare yourself for those kinds of things um there as the conference itself there's a there are these things called pre-conference sessions which are longer so uh for example so you guys first timers so first timers going and people with young kids um they have these pre-conference sessions that run uh, about a half day and you can here, this is when you're hearing the national experts. So people like uh, Patricia Wenders, who's the the forefront of uh, physical therapy, and Sue Buckley, who's all about learning and reading. And 
um, Libby Kuman, who's a, the speech therapist. Um, these, these are the people who um, just know everything there is to know, and they're basically really going to just like change your life and your the way you look at how you're, um, uh, you know, going through therapy with your child, or the things you want to teach your child, or the uh, methods that you're going to use uh, to progress. Yeah, Kim, so, my, my wife is going to go to the pre-conference session on uh, teaching children with DS to read. Looks like Dana Hale. And, and, and you're right. I mean, she looked through this and, and she recognized the names because she's a pro and, mm -hmm. you know, picked the one that she thought was best. But these these are this is the, the best of the best to go and talk to. Um, I tell you what, I've gone to that leading of the three years I've gone. I've gone to that pre-session twice on learning and leading to read. Um, the person who's leading it this year, I think you said Dana, yeah. she's uh, from Downs Ed, and that's uh, Sue Buckley's organization. And they just started up a, a U.S. headquarters for that. I think it's in uh, either L.A. or San Diego. Orange County, California, and, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, and these guys, Jason, find out more about these guys because they are fantastic and their methods are awesome. All the information is free online to access um, all of their work, all of their tools and workshops. Um, it made a huge my child i think my child's strength is with um speech and um social ability and reading and things like that and um a lot of stuff i learned from this uh reading program came from that is you know matching objects matching words that which eventually turn into uh speaking the words and speaking sentences and matching sentences um, a lot of it, you're like, when you're there watching, you're like, wow, that, that makes a lot of sense. It's, it's obvious, but it's stuff you would never think of to do on your own kind of thing. So your, your wife is going to come back just extremely motivated after hearing this uh, so, so, in, that, so, in that session. So she's going to that, which means uh, I'm taking Friday off so she, she can go up there Thursday night. And then uh -huh. the, the plan is we're going to meet them up there. We're taking the train from here to downtown D.C., which, which you know, will be my kids for That's fun. time on the train. So yeah, I got a little adventure, and then and then we'll kind of meet up. The whole thing's gonna be kind of a big adventure. Fantastic, so, Rick. You said Downs Ed, is that right? Yeah, it's uh, I think it's uh, Downs Ed International or Downs Ed. It says developer of the learning program, and uh, says she's in Newport Beach, California. Yeah, there you Google. go. Sounds good. That's a good idea. <laughs> D A N A space H A L L E. That's how, to, how to spell her name. And she's getting a special plug to all five listeners. Awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. The the other big news with uh, with Kim or with the Down Syndrome Association of Greater Richmond is that uh, uh, they submitted a, a grant request or grant application. And we were informed that we were a finalist, which I guess is better than being rejected. And uh, Kim, so she wrote that, and she's going to, it's for, uh, uh, we're going to have a one-day conference here in Richmond, which I think she's going to help organize as well. So she gets to go up there and sit and see if they, uh, if um, our grant thing gets uh, selected. Which wow, is congratulations. Kind of, kind of exciting. That's awesome. It's only a finalist. It's not, you know, selected, but I have complete confidence. My wife's up there. I don't doubt it. That's not easy to put that stuff together, so no, it's great. She put a lot of work into that. You know, this is this is my thing, and she's tried to get me into that. And I have, you know, we have our own different ways of doing things. And we, you know, this this podcast is kind of how I found a way to help, I guess. So you guys are bringing your kids, right? Makes sense. To the to the convention. That's I am right. yes. Yeah. What are you gonna do for babysitting, Rick? So do they stay entertained throughout this whole uh, deal? You gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta take into consideration the demeanor of your kids and you know what, what they can do. I think um, so, Mark. You have other, you have other kids. I have two older they're, kids, yeah. I, are they not? Are they under fifteen? Yes, they're they're too so, young to really be on their own. Okay, so um, yeah, so they. There are things to do. They 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 really stress, you know, if your kids are coming into the session with you, to make sure that you have something for them to do, mm -hmm. uh, so they don't distract other people. Because you won't believe how many people are going to be there, and how those um, workshop rooms get really crammed, and, and it gets tight, and people are sitting on floors and standing along the walls and everything. But just because they want this information so badly, um, but. Uh, I don't know. We've we've taken Kayla with us to uh, sac to uh, to Orlando. Orlando was the first one, so um, we didn't take her the first two times we went, just because we were trying to pull in as much information as possible. And I think it's that same thing as you know, as you move on and as you learn more and as you grow in this, you you get that base, and then 
this this conference even changes as you get older, as your child gets older, because it becomes more of a social thing and less of a learning, um, mm-hmm. the basics kind of thing. Or, or, or the types um, of sessions that you attend would be different because they'd be focused on different age groups. You got it. You got it. And, and then eventually, like your your kids, you know, they have a brothers and sisters conference that you can sign them up for once they're fifteen or older. Um, they, you know, it's they're meeting other kids that have brothers and sisters with Down syndrome. Uh, the brothers or sisters with Down syndrome aren't in that. It's just the siblings, and they, you know, go through workshops and presentations, and they go on a field trip together, and then they have another uh, session for it's called youth and adult, and that's for people with Down syndrome. Uh, something specific for them, a conference for them during the same time too, and that uh, finishes with a big talent show, which is fantastic. You'll be able to pick peek in and. And watch the talent show uh, during that time. It's fantastic. Can mention that I'm I'm looking forward to to the dancing and the and the and the social parts of it. Yeah. um, So they started this thing called Just Dance. Uh, So when we went to our first um, conference, I think it was in Boston. uh, Or in Boston, I don't think they had a dance on the Friday night. They had a dance on the Saturday night after the dinner that's planned. And the dance is just wonderful. It's amazing. Uh, It's it's like the best wedding that you would have ever gone to or something like that. It's a great, great time. And uh, they do it twice. So there's one on Friday night and one on Saturday night. And uh, that's definitely worth going to. I'll tell you what, as you go through all these things and there's so much planned, it you take, you're take you almost at the point where you're like, okay, I need, like, I need some five-hour energy. I need some Red Bull or something because <laughs> there's so much coming my way. And, you know, you just you almost need to take a break for a little bit. But you don't want to you don't want to really miss that much because there's so many awesome things happening. I'll just strap uh, a two-liter Diet Pepsi sorry. on my back. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I did. I'm, I've definitely had five-hour energy or something with me while I was going through because it's, it's just it's a full day, you know. And when you're when you're thinking about things and being really interactive, and it takes its toll on you. So you just have to be prepared that that's the kind of thing you're going through. And then when Sunday finally comes around, you know, you just crash. But uh, definitely an exciting time through those. Uh, Friday and Saturday sessions. They have things there called sharing sessions. This is another thing that's really interesting. It, it's it's just a, I think it's like an hour or a half hour uh, breakout session. I'm not, I'm not sure when they're planned Friday or Saturday, but it's specific to either you know dads that have kids that are zero to three and three to six, and it just ha- or, you know and incrementally up. Uh, and it helps you get in touch with people who are going through the same things you are, kind of in the same kind of age group thing. Um, there's actually this year there's a session for bloggers still uh, where they can go and uh, everybody can meet. So it's interesting to see that there's a whole list of uh, categories of people you can go and share stories with. That's, but, that's uh, another thing I'm looking forward to is just meeting some of the other personalities out there. You know, like uh, I'm hoping to meet you. You know, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, Joe certainly. And then you know I suppose as the years go on there'll be more people you, you could maybe only you only talk to or email throughout the year, but then you could you know yeah. meet them in person once a year. Um, you know, less for me, more for my wife, but I, she has met some amazing people and she talks to them all the time through, so, you know, through the internet and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Um, I haven't met as many people, but the ones I have, uh, it's fantastic to see. And, you know, you really, you really do kind of keep that relationship where, you know, you know, you may not talk to someone very often, but you see them again when you go back to that conference and it's, you know, it's like you've known each other forever kind of thing. Um, they they give the tagline it's the largest family reunion in the world or something along the, oh, something like good. that it really yeah. does feel like that yeah I mean uh, it, it's an amazing thing and you see these familiar faces uh, as you go and it makes you want to go back uh, that's that's kind of where we are now so we've seen I've been through a lot of these workshops I've been through a lot of the pre conferences but I want to go back because I want to see the people again and I want to you know, talk with people and see where they are kind of thing. And, and to see the excitement that my daughter has there, uh, meeting other people and going to the uh, dances and just seeing, the, you know, the electricity that's in the air kind of thing. Uh, it, it's a different experience that progresses uh, as Sorry. you go to more and more of them. I, I clicked something that made a noise that there was no... <laughs> You're done, Rick. I didn't Talk mean too much. I didn't mean to. Now I know I can make that noise. Hang on. There you go. <laughs> No, well, I it sounds really. That, yeah. It sounds. I'm kind of bummed that we're not going now. It sounds really great. I guess we could look up where uh-huh. it is next year and kind of like. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. They skip coasts, so it should be you know coming your way next time. So it goes east coast, west coast, or somewhere you know in that kind of idea. So um, as, long, as long as you're springing for tickets, Jason, I am there. <laughs> 
Man, once these kids get old enough, you have to buy their plane ticket. It gets expensive to fly cross country every. Oh my god, I gotta buy five tickets if yeah. I want to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. Wow. Hey, and also, if you guys, uh, a good thing to bring, you know, is uh, of course a notebook, pen, highlighter. When you go to these this convention, they give you something called the compendium, which is almost every presentation, all the slides all of the presentations you have all that ahead of time so you you kind of you don't have to feel like you have to write down everything but you want to be able to take notes separately as well probably um maybe have pre-printed pieces of paper with your contact information on it i know that um my wife likes to make business cards and other people have done that too where it's like you know i'm kayla's mommy here's my uh email address and phone number because things are moving so fast there you need to be able to give people your information quickly if you want to follow up with them and things My like that. My wife suggested that too for, uh, you know, for Down Syndrome Radio. And I just felt that after you know, five episodes, we didn't really warrant business cards just yet. But uh, <laughs> I, I do I do understand you don't want to lose that contact information when you get it. Yeah. Well, next year. Hey, next one, one thing I wanted to mention is that um, looks like they're going to do live streaming. So if you can't make it, you can watch it. And that's a Yeah, first. I saw that. That's, and, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was one of your updates, wasn't it, uh, Rick? Yes, yeah. yes, definitely. It's only like $35, so it's not really that bad, uh, considering the information you're going to hear, even if you're going, because, I, 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 like I said, I went to some of these twice, you know, and sat through these things a couple times, uh, and you learn something different each time just because there's so much information coming your way. So, well worth thoughts, it. it one one, one so, of the thoughts we had was that uh, uh, you, if I have to stay in the in the hotel room and babysit the kids... You know that I would I would actually just watch it on streaming instead of going. This is ridiculous because I would be there in Washington D.C. But if that's what it takes, uh, still hoping to find somebody to just kind of hang out in the room with them and maybe take them to the pool just in the hotel. But uh, yeah, if I had to watch it on streaming, that would be better than nothing. Okay. Do you know if the, if the um, all the presentations, the compendium or whatever you call it, is that is that available digitally or or even if you if you sign up for the streaming, can do you get that? Um, you can buy it separately, so it you is, can buy it separately. It is it is on the registration on the on the page for the NDSCCenter.org. Uh, the pre-conference information is not though, so it's only the actual conference. So everything right. that happens in the pre-conference on Friday is all to itself, and everything in the actual conference. And some of the thing, the some of the pre-conferences are condensed into. Um, a shorter like hour and a half session so it may where it's four hours on Friday they're giving the same information in an hour on on Saturday or on Sunday morning uh, so you just you just don't get as much uh, background information in those so they and they run through things a little quicker mm-hmm. so that's good to know too I think um, oh, okay yeah. well hopefully next week we'll be able to uh, you know give like a Here's what we did. Here's how it is, you know. Oh man, you're gonna be like exhausted and pumped at the same time. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. But uh, like you said, oh, and then there's an exhibit hall. So uh, tons of vendors. Uh, you know, all a lot of the big names of support organizations will be there with booths and therapies. And like you said before, Dad's National will be there. They have a booth where you can meet someone and talk to them. Talk about Dad's chapters. Um, and that's really a, that's a cool thing too. All right, buddy. Well, uh, you ready to move on to the big story? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, uh, uh, just to inform our listeners, since Rick is uh, the master of keeping up to date and uh, mining the wonders of the internet for cool stories, we thought he'd be a perfect fit for the segment of the amazing or inspirational story of the week. And uh, I hope that uh, you're not going to change your mind because I'm going to say it in the air, but you were going to go ahead and furnish us with that week to week or episode to episode, as it were. Yeah, that's wonderful. I'm happy to be a part of it. So yeah. I will definitely do that for you guys. All right. So each week, either live or, or by, by MP3 file or whatever, uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll have a story for you. So here you go. What do you say? You ready to start one? Yeah. So uh, we didn't, there is a little, uh, another organization that's doing something. Uh, before the convention this week, and they're called the Global Down Syndrome Foundation, and they're out of Denver. And one thing that happened last week uh, with this organization is a man named Dr. John Malone uh, gave a $100,000 donation uh, to this organization, uh, which is fantastic. And they really are going to use that uh, to advance research 
uh, for Down syndrome. So I know, Mark, you talked a lot about research in the past. This is uh, helping benefit that. There's a the, the Global Down Syndrome Foundation um, has helped to set up something called uh, uh, an institute. Uh, an institute in Denver called the Linda Cernick Institute for Down Syndrome. And uh, they really are the, the research backbone, if you will, or one of them uh, for advancing um, uh, the many of the research topics for Down Syndrome. Uh, this this $100,000 is helping uh, f- with research and things like um, the link between Alzheimer's and Down syndrome. And as a matter of fact, uh, this uh, Global Down Syndrome Foundation just brought one of the leading researchers uh, in Alzheimer's into the, uh, as a, on a staff uh, at the Linda Cernick Institute. And uh, this man will also be at um, the convention coming up uh, this week uh, talking about that. So uh, there also is a, so, so they're raising money through uh, fashion shows and galas and it's called the Be Beautiful, Be Yourself Fashion Show. And it's um, their marquee, their, their marquee person that goes to that is a, is a young woman with Down syndrome named DeAndre Dixon, who is Jamie Foxx's sister uh, in the entertainment world. So uh, she will be present at this fashion show that's happening on Thursday night before um, the convention starts coming up this week. Um, so awesome. uh, I think that so for the feel good story, it, it should make you feel good that people are donating a lot of money uh, to Down syndrome research. And that's really what we want. Uh, hopefully more people hear about Down syndrome research. And eventually, hopefully that echoes up through Congress and we get more funding through the NIH as well. Jason and I have talked about this before that's one of the things that uh, strikes me close to my heart and uh, if we were to have an official I don't know um, uh, charity for this it would be probably the DSRTF what do you think Jason? Probably Yeah I think that's that's the way to go Alrighty well that's exciting I'm looking at the uh, Down Central Daily just a picture of the the fine gentleman there Uh, you know $100,000 that's real money awesome Alrighty. So, uh, did you come prepared, Rick, with the um, um, the moment of the week? The moment of the week. Uh, did you want us to go first, first, or whatever, uh, or that's where we're at. I got an awesome one. I'll tell you. I'm totally so prepared. do I. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. If you, I don't want to steal your thunder. Then go ahead, guys. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a contest. Go, go ahead, Jason. I, I guess we're going to have a competition. Okay, well, so this week, so do we have this CD that that, that we listen to occasionally, and um, Dexter's teacher Aaron made it for us, and there's a bunch of songs, and I know he listens to it at his babysitter's house a lot, and, um, and at home quite a bit, but uh, I, I haven't listened to it a whole bunch, and so... I think it was like earlier this week. I gra- I was sitting on the shelf as I was running out to the car and taking to take the kids to school and stuff and drop them off. And so I grabbed it and threw it in the car. I figured this would be fun to, to listen to. And so we're we're listening to it in the car. And there's this one so- song that's basically um, something about sneezing and um, the right right on cue when the 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 song says. Um, something about I'll have to sneeze and then it pauses and, and the, everyone on the in the song said, goes ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, chew and Dexter right on cue right when right when it paused he started going he started doing the ah uh, ah uh, uh, I could hear him in the back in the car seat you know oh, that's awesome and, and as soon as as soon as everyone in the song sneezed he's giggling you know and then they did it again it was awesome it was just so much. and then now i play that now i played that song probably a hundred times this week in the car just to that's fantastic just to have a little giggle every every time he does it it's it's, it's the best uh, something about music i don't know they learn better with music yeah it's very true dexter takes to music so well he loves it he just gets so happy yeah that rocks buddy yeah it's, it was it's pretty pretty cool i love stuff like that and see now we put it on this you'll you'll always remember it i will i find from the from the other podcast i do we do a moment of the week as well and i spread it over my other children as well but those moments that i took the time to mention on this i remember twice as much so anyway so there you go get another benefit 
my moment was a moment where it just happened maybe i don't know four or five hours ago uh kim took all the kids to her dad's in statesboro georgia and he has an in-ground swimming pool in the backyard and we've been working on luke and swimming well she sent me a uh video of uh them swimming and he has a little vest and he's been scared to get in the pool uh, with the vest because he kind of doesn't know how to close his mouth and gets out of pool water in his mouth and he, he gets a little scared or whatever. Well, I don't know what they did. It's a different pool or something. But she sent me a video of him and he swam from the little steps that you walk in out to get a ball and then to the side of the pool. Of course, he had a vest on, so it's not like he, he wasn't totally free swimming. It was just a just a leap for him. I guess he was ready or whatever. And it was a, she had the, the camera right there and she kind of surprised me with it because I was home by myself. And uh, he just, it was kind of sad, actually, because I wasn't there when it happened. But, uh, boy, it was amazing. He, I think by the end of the summer, maybe he'll be able to swim on his own completely. It's fantastic. That is awesome. Yeah. I mean, swimming is such good exercise. It's such a good thing. Yeah, it you know, sure is. Um, I, would, I would love for him to, you know, to join the local swim team, his older sister's on the swim team. And I think they'd love to have him, regardless of his, of his speeds. They're very good at that. Um, you know, that would be a good thing for him lifetime, I think. Yeah, let him get that confidence now. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good exercise. I need to swim more. All right, what do you say, Rick? So uh, mine's a little more along the lines of pregnancy. So I have two Ooh. months to go. And uh, my daughter's really understands the fact that there's a baby in there. And uh, But she asked some really good questions this week. And she she's on this kick lately where she's like, can I ask you a couple questions? And she'll walk up to people and ask them questions. Uh, and she so she walks up to nice. my wife and says, uh, Mommy, can I ask you a couple questions? And she points to her belly and she says, uh, does he have any toys in there? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's awesome. And, and she followed, her follow-up question to that was, does he have any clothes on in there? <laughs> He doesn't so, have a diaper. He's going commando in there? Like, yeah, she's, so she's very interested on what's going on inside there. She's going to put some toys in your wife's mouth while she's sleeping. <laughs> Just so he has a couple little people and maybe a ball or something yeah. to play with while he's in there, you know? A rattle. <laughs> That's awesome. He can't, he can't be in there by himself doing nothing, right? So Those are good questions. I mean, those yeah, are really, really good questions. Good. Yeah. Wow. All right. Oh, look at that. Awesome moments. We are at one minute and two, one, one hour and two minutes. God, this is working out fantastic. All right. Well, is there anything else you guys like to talk about before we keep moving here? You have, you have a uh, download update? Oh, I can do that. But, you know, th that reminds me. There was something I was going to do at the top of the podcast that I forgot. I was going to, like you mentioned before, Jason, we should have an errata kind of a thing. Right. And uh, one of the things that my, my wife pointed out was that we had a whole episode on advocacy and then we talked to Joe and he talked about advocacy, but they're not, they're both not the same kind of advocacy. You know what I'm saying? So there's the kind of advocacy where you are in the meeting with the IEP oh, and right, right. you want to make sure you're doing the best for your child, you know, and that's a super important part of advocacy. And then there's advocacy that's like... Um, uh, spreading the word, you know what I'm saying? Right, uh, the public, uh, like public to, advocacy. Right, right, uh, public uh, awareness, and uh, hopefully uh, um, uh, trying to convince uh, Congress for more money for research and and that sort of thing. And, and that's what Joe was talking about. And they're and they're different, and they're both important. Uh, maybe the, I don't know, the terminology is the same. I guess we could have made that clear, and I meant to. And now we have. Okay, so the update is uh, we have 17 subscribers according to FeedBurner.com. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I still don't know how they do that because, you know, sometimes it goes up or down or whatever. But I'll take 17. That's pretty cool. Uh, so, it, can, what, go ahead. No, I'm just saying congratulations. That's great. You know, it didn't, it's going to snowball. I, can have, I have a good feeling about this thing. It's amazing. So, I think you guys are doing a great job. And this, this definitely needs to happen. So, I'm so glad that it's out there. Well, we're not super seasoned professionals out there or anything. But hopefully that, uh, you know, if we get enough... Um, uh, uh, momentum we can get some of these big names on here and they're glad to do that and that you know we can help people just by being the, the medium for uh, for them to get out to people so you can yeah. you can learn about down syndrome while you run or ride the bike or <laughs> drive your car <laughs> be completely bombarded at all times but I, I love podcasts for that reason because they travel with you okay so uh, um, uh, 
um, downrightawesome.com slash DSR, right? We are the Downright Awesome Dads. I didn't say that. I meant to say that. Uh, On iTunes as Down Syndrome Radio. Uh, Again, just the term Down Syndrome will get you to us. No problem. We would love a review. Uh, You can choose the number of stars. We'll take what we can get. And a a comment on there would be great. Click the subscribe button. That'll help us even more. Uh, I'd like to plug my other podcast, uh, Engineering Fatherhood, uh, where I'm up with my two brothers. I caught that, Rick, that you have two brothers as well. Uh, and uh, it's a fun way for us to get together. It's definitely more, um, it's a little more crass, a little more, <laughs> a little more humor oriented. <laughs> but there is some fathering in there as well, uh, from a from a nerd standpoint, uh, which which is what we are. So there's that. Obviously, we want to mention again, uh, Down Syndrome Daily, which uh, uh, Rick has, has brought to us wonderfully and particularly perfect as well. Your wife, whose name must be Amy, because it says right here, just she promised an update. She is. Thank prom- you so much for that as well. I'm promising her, promising for her. <laughs> uh, and uh, Jason, obviously, downrightawesome.com. Anything else? Am I missing anything? No, that's it. All righty. Well, Rick, thank you so much for coming on. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. Thanks, Rick. Definitely look forward to seeing you next week, and uh, I think you guys are doing great stuff, and thank you so much for having me on. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right, everybody, have a great week. That means I need to switch songs. Hang on. <laughs> I'm so good at this. Not really. Here we go. I can turn it up over. Always stole my heart away. The doc said he had Down syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> that God created him that way. Oh, I thought his future would be limited. I think my wife would notice if she came home and had an electric guitar. As wrong as I could get. Yeah, good justification. That's right. We sell some advertising. I can buy a real guitar. Yeah, I mean, Rick got in the uh, five-hour energy plug there. Hey, so. Yeah, that's right. I don't yeah, we expect cases of that coming any day now. <laughs> that's a bad one for a podcast. It makes it seem like your podcast must be boring. You need to have five-hour energy to get to He needs some extra working with. Oh, and some therapy for sure. Oh, it turned out a few extras Was all that it would take All that it would take Ooh Look at me big brown eyes And said you ain't seen nothing yet Daddy, you just ain't seen nothing yet I'm someone no one ever will forget Daddy, you just ain't seen nothing yet